Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, cats. Cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown. Kentucky. Touchdown. Kentucky. <laughs> Victory. Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want. You dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish. There's buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Down. Five. Touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday to you, September 20th, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 96.1 FM, 14.50 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Tuesday morning. Roush, how are you doing? I'm doing, doing. Um, got a sick kid at the house, so that's fun. We do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, also had a smoke detector I didn't know existed start beeping at 5 AM this morning. So that was fun. Like, there wasn't smoke, it was just the battery was going dead. Um, and the dog was just losing its mind. Hmm. So, yeah. Turns out, kid could sleep through it. It was in his room. Had no idea it was there. <laughs> well, that's good that the didn't didn't wake up the kiddo. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. things they they will beep a lot. They do beep a lot. Um, but we found just all of the my detectors all going out at once. So, hey, we'll just take care of it. Yep, and then I'll deal with it ten years from now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, Scoots, how are you, our producer? I'm good. I'm uh, I'm here. I'm ready for uh, Tuesday. I'm off today. I get to go. I'm going to the lake, so I'm pretty good. Ooh, it's going to be a uh, chill 90 degrees. Uh, yeah, it's going to feel awesome. Got to uh, have a lot of time, there. have a lot of free time to go to the lake on a Tuesday. Go out there, slam some brews, do some fishing maybe. We'll see. Wow. That's a lot great. of free time. Yeah, living large. Yep. Living I'll, large. I've only been to the lake like four times this summer. I hate how fast summer has gone by. Uh, typically, I go 10, 12 times. But yeah, so I got to make it happen when I can. Only four times, TJ. No time. Mm-hmm. No time for more than just the four times. Well, that's good, Scoots. It's going to be, it's going to feel like a summer day, one of the, the last official days of summer. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's it, not going to be as hot as tomorrow, but yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. Mm, I hate it. What are you going to do? Mm. You going to swim? You going to go on a boat? I don't, and so we'll definitely be on the boat. I don't know. I don't know if swimming is in the cards for today or not. I don't. I don't know how the water feels. We'll have to test it out. Also, it depends on how well the beer's flowing. Because if I drink about six or seven in the first couple hours, we're there. Yeah, I'm swimming. So right now, all you know is beers, beers. That's all boats, that matters. Hanging out, beers, boats, buddies. Maybe some music. Oh yeah, 
Absolutely. That's great. That's great. That sounds awesome. Well, good. Good for you, Scoots. Um, we've got sick kids, and you're getting to have a little fun <laughs> afternoon boat party. Trust me. I, I know how fortunate I am. Anytime you all bring up kids, sick kids, any anything to do with kids, I'm like, man, I'm really lucky. Oh, yeah. Just th- so much throw up. <laughs> huh. Oh, you're in throw up? Mm. Yeah. I'm in snot. Just snot all over the place. Oh, that's good. And yeah. doesn't want to do anything that he's supposed to do. Kids, man. Yep. Well, we want to hear from you on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Text on in. We'll read it on air. We want to wake up by stopping at Thornton's and getting a hot cup of coffee. Yes. Yes. You've got your coffee over Mm there. Yep. Getting you ready for your day. I've got my fresh fruit over here, which you can get every single day. It's a good-looking nanner right there, too, TJ. Not too bruised. Yeah, I nice need, and right. Uh, needs a few more marks on, but not many. I mean, I'm generally not picky. I don't want them to be like super, super marked up. Those are kind of gross. But also, this is about as like green or yellow as, as, I'd, take want, as I'd want it. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not picky. A lot of people picky about food. Not me. <laughs> not me. Scoots, you could have tre- completed the trifecta. Have some donuts over there. Do you have? Yeah. Some? What the hell? I've got a Gatorade Zero that I got from Thornton's. Oh, Zero, nice. Oh. It's, the, it's the only one I drink. Yeah, the hard stuff. It's too sweet. The diesel. It's too sweet. Too much. The red Gatorades are okay, but that's the only Gatorades. That's. It's still. It's still though. It's too sweet. It leaves that film in your mouth. You know. Oh mm, yep. I know what you mean. I got to be a Zero guy. Yeah, it, it's 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 even though it's, it's tolerable, but right, right. Powerade's just better. Although I'm a big fan of the, I'm coming back around. It's a classic flavor that you don't get very often. A lemon lime, a nice little lemon lime zero maybe, really hits maybe the Maybe every at once times. in a while, but I remember in like 2003 or 2002 when they started pushing those bad boys big time, and I was like, okay, these are a little overrated. Roush, what's your go-to flavor? We know TJ's a blue guy. I my favorite uh, flavors is the red Powerade Zero. Red Powerade Zero. So you're a fruit punch guy. Yeah. Well, and that one doesn't taste quite as it's it's a, it's a little different. Um, it's just it's just slightly different than like the regular like pungent Hawaiian punch kind of fruit punch. You know what I mean? It seems like a lot of judgment in the fruit punch guy comment over there. What? No. That, I mean, that's what so it, you're that's a fruit what punch guy. That's what the flavor is. You're a blue guy. Rouse a fruit punch guy. I'm uh, an orange just, guy. You just sounded like you had a little attitude with it, no, as if you're looking you were looking down on him a little bit for <laughs> being a fruit not. punch guy. Okay, I mean, good. I personally think it's the worst, but that's whoa, the, here we go, here we go. <laughs> well, we got some stinker NFL games last night. Yeah, I love that they're like, hey, ESPN, we're gonna give you not one but two Monday Night Football games, and I think the combined scores were something like sixty-five to fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was whatever it was. When did Jalen Hurts become awesome? Yeah, I needed him not to have a ginormous game last <laughs> night, uh, so that was disappointing from a fantasy aspect. But yeah, hell of a game for him. Oh, the Titans just bad too. Yes, Titans have just been the same team. Like they're just they're look at your quarterback. There's your team. I I think the the you, way you, to your put ce- it, your ceiling was very low. To begin with, right, and and they were exceeding expectations, but you thought that they they were playing so well through the last two regular seasons, you thought it might equate to more than just what one playoff win. They're kind of a regular season team, and I think they'll still be all right this season. I, I think we're 
Bills I, I can, might I, be doing I, this. Yeah, everybody. I can kind of see why everybody was maybe picking the Bills. And Josh <laughs> Allen's just going to run away with the MVP. He's, He's so just good. Uh, like I, I'll have to check I mean, the odds on him today. I'm sure the juice ain't all that great, but like he is running away with the MVP. They they can't like help but score on offense. I mean, the Bills. Some of those touchdowns that are bombs. It's not like he's throwing it up there high. Like he's putting it on a rope, fifty mm-hmm. yards down the field. He's really fun to watch. He's so good. And hurts. I didn't. I didn't watch as much as that game. One, I was a little footballed out. And two, by the time I was clicking over, they were already up fourteen nothing. When he had the first and foremost, uh, big old suck it to Kirk Cousins. Like, of course, you just suck so much as soon as they put any sort of pressure on you. Um, Man, there was one late play where they block a field goal, they get or they miss a field goal, block a field goal, something like that. Great field position, get it down to like the other team's thirty, and then just almost immediately throws an interception. Like he's just such a garbage quarterback, just good enough to like be a starter and think that he's good, but he's not. Meanwhile, Jalen Hurts is like taking the next step. Got guys where he's the drive before half, the little two minute drive. I just didn't know he had that in him. Uh, maybe it's something with the scheme. I don't know. But he looked like he was back at Oklahoma throwing the ball 20 yards down the field. And the touchdown run he had, they ran the the read option, and they aren't leaning on it a lot. So when they do use it, it's just a big play waiting to happen. And it felt like they were doing the thing with quarterbacks where they're like a little reticent to like lower their shoulders and actually tackle him. And he just kept moving forward. He was like spinning out of it, got his shoulder down. I mean, it was it was impressive. That guy, like I, I like seeing him succeed, knowing all that he's been through. You know, especially Alabama, where he gets pulled to as the hero, and for him to come back the following year and then be the hero and kind of put the shoe on the other foot in the SEC championship game. So I like seeing him succeed. But man, Trevor's Eagles, like that. That might be why people were picking them to win the NFC East. Like they might just be awesome. Yeah, again, we gotta just just one games in week two. It's gotta keep that stuff, gotta keep the sample size in perspective. As I already crowned Josh Allen the MVP just five minutes earlier. By the way, he's plus three fifty right now. He is your favorite. Mahomes plus five hundred, and then you get a, a little bit of a drop off to Jalen Hurts and Herbert. And a few other guys, Hertz and Herbert at plus one thousand. But plus three fifty for Josh Allen, a sure thing. It's not a bad bet, folks. Not a bad bet. I know you would have wanted the juice a little bit higher, but he he is going to win the MVP. Do you feel as confident with this as we did with Oscar? Yes, but I will also say, like, we got on the Oscar train in what, late January, I yeah. think. Yeah. Like where we started looking at that juice. So we only had like a month to go realistically in terms of meaningful games month and a half really um this one we still have a really really long time so yes i feel confident about it but we're also much earlier in the game you could i mean carson wentz was uh the mvp favorite until he got hurt too like 11 games in so that's that 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 does uh feel like there's a little bit carson wentz was an mvp favorite (laughs) yeah the year they went to the super bowl he was he, I mean, he still got MVP people votes. Do, people, and he do, didn't, people do forget that. Which is just crazy to say out loud. That sounds like it was an eternity ago. Yeah, of course, injuries. And Josh Allen, somebody that is going to take some hits for yeah. the most part. I will say it is so impressive, though, how he doesn't get hit 
a lot of times when he's throwing. He has great pass protection. He'll take the hits when he lowers his shoulder and goes out and runs because he can do that sort of thing. But, yeah, I feel pretty good about it, Scoots, to be honest with you. I, they're gonna, the Bills are going to dominate. Mm-hmm. Their offense can't help but score. He is in maybe the physical prime of his career where he can take hits and he can still throw it a million miles per hour and a million yards down the field. So I'm, I'm, a, big, I'm a big Josh Allen guy. He's really fun to watch. He's probably going to win a ton of games, and I doubt this will be his only MVP. But, yeah, go ahead and get on that gravy train while you can. I mean, I like it. He's put up massive numbers in the first two weeks, and it's not like they were playing the Jets and – Name your other bad team. Yeah, I mean, they were, they were playing two pretty good teams at the end of the day. Probably two playoff teams. Oh, yeah. man. I mean, Rams will be. And yeah, then Vikings, do they, do they get a wild card no, spot? Because obviously Green Bay's – or yeah, Titans, excuse me. Uh, Titans, actually, maybe not. Although somebody's got to come out of that division. Jacksonville's lead. Somebody. Somebody <laughs> does. It would be the Jags, yeah. I was I was getting ready to ask, games. like, hey, when did the Bills play the Dolphins? That could be a really fun game. Next week. Next week, yeah. yeah. Wow, this league. Yeah. So, uh, two of the most exciting offensive performances, back-to-back weeks going toe-to-toe. But what makes Buffalo, I think we figured out, too, not only is it Josh Allen, their defense is really good. I mean, Derrick mm-hmm. Henry had 12 yards or something. I mean, not a lot of people were – I mean – we're shutting down Derrick Henry, and he could also be th- – that run had to start to slow its roll eventually. This could be the beginning of that slowed roll, but I still feel like he's going to be top five in the league in rushing, you know? Derrick e- Henry? Even if he's not the same Derrick Henry that he was, you know, two or three years ago or whatever. They ran a good play call for his touchdown, which so many – so fourth down – Fourth and like one, and they were on like the two yard line, so he scored on it. Hell of a play call there. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like probably people have been saying that about Henry for a couple seasons, but at some point he is going to have to have to regress a little bit. But the Bills' defense is just, and I, I can't. Bills are a great team. I don't know if I can, I can. There's one safety that I know, and his name escapes me right now. Uh, and they also have Ed Oliver, and they brought in Von Miller. But there, it is. It feels like very good team defense, kind of like Kentucky's defense right now, where you look across the board and you're like, I mean, they've got some guys who've been there a long time, and they're very good football players. Are they superstar? Like all ACC, one of the best players in the league? I don't know, but they're just a very complete defense. I feel like that's kind of what Buffalo's got going for it right now. Yeah, yeah, they're they're a pretty sound team. Bad news for the Bills, AFC pretty loaded, so it'll be tough. But I, I would probably. Take their roster over anybody else's, maybe in all of football, if we're just being totally honest. But it is early, and they'll they they, mm-hmm. they look good so far. No, but, they got to uh, play the Steelers in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Poor guys. The wife before the game, which by the way, just a seven fifteen kickoff was so amazing. Agreed. Initially, I was thinking seven thirty, but I was like, yeah, you know, I'll flip it back and forth between Wheel of Fortune. There's not a game out there that I could I think win more money at than Wheel of Fortune <laughs> like you know we talk about the reality TV shows and I think there's some of them I'd be better at than others and I think I'd have a chance in a couple of them to be able to go pretty far Wheel of Fortune put me someday maybe I'll be on that show and I will I'll win the big money but but I mean luck has to be on your side yeah, oh yeah, luck for sure. Like you, if you keep getting bankrupts when you spin that wheel, then mm-hmm. you can't win. And also, when you get to like the final one, you could just get a totally hosed on what letters yeah, they yeah. give you versus which ones they don't. But yeah, that so flipping back and forth between that, and then it was seven fifteen. I was like, wait, 
they're it's kickoff. They are kicking the ball off. And they were doing some like, you know, they were talking about the game and they were interviewing some players or something like that. And one of the players just talked about how Buffalo is such a a family friendly community. My wife was like, What? Aren't they notorious for having like being the least family friendly community in the NFL? I was like, You're thinking of the tailgates, which I do think are pretty rowdy, but Buffalo, I think, has a real like college football community feel to it where like the town is the Buffalo Bills. The right, Buffalo right, Bills right. is the town. And I think that's probably what they meant by that. She's like, because I, I don't I can't get on social media without seeing like somebody lit on fire being thrown into a t-. I was like, that's that that is fair. You're right about that. Like that's the tailgating scene for the NFL. But she was Which, yeah, family finally. She was really like the scenes and all the red, white, and blue in the crowd. She was like, that looks like a really fun atmosphere. And I was like, I bet it probably is. They had uh, Marv like, Levy come back. and uh, Oh, yeah. That was awesome. 97 years young, firing up the entire crowd at Orchard Park. That that'd be a fun. Great. That'd be a fun place that I don't think people think about like going to watch an NFL game. People, you know, I, I'm sure Lambo's on a lot of folks' lists, and rightfully so. But I'd love to go see a game in Buffalo. I think it's a, a nice part of the country. Um, Niagara, not too far. Have you been to Niagara? Nope. I have. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. cool. It's cool to see. I think the Canada side's a little bit better, more to do over there, but uh, it's it's pretty on both sides. But what did, uh, I'd like to go to a game at Buffalo. They're, they're about to build a new stadium, too. I had so, these two oh, people the forget corner. that yeah. or never knew that. I had these two uh, sisters at the bar last night, older ladies. They were from New York. One of them must have said, God, I wish I was there so bad. Like a hundred times. Were they from so, Buffalo, New York? They or? were from upstate New okay. York. Not not exactly Buffalo. But yeah, they came up to the bar at, it was like 6.30. And one of them's like yelling at me, where's the Buffalo game? Where's the Bills game? I was like, man, it hasn't started yet. Well, what, what TV is it going to be on? I was like, whatever TV you want it to be on. Like, settle down. <laughs> you still got half an hour. I know you're pumped. Don't you <laughs> only have one TV there? No, two. We have the other one, but that's not that's not really good for bar sitting. Uh, it's good for bartending. <laughs> sure. I'm not worried about Were they about sitting at the bar or they sitting me? at one of the little cute tables off to the side? Uh, they were at the bar, yeah. Oh, then you just want that big bad boy right in front of you. Exactly, and that's what I did for him. All the scoots is... Have you made that announcement public? Uh, no, yes and no. Are you ready to do it Let's to do the it. radio audience? Let's do it. Scoots has big, big announcement, everybody. I am no longer going to be at the hotel I'm at. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Not that he would ever Super say what hotel it was on air, no. but if you ask privately, he definitely would tell you. Absolutely. And just know that that no longer applies. He's out. But the new place also has a bar, so we'll see what happens. Are you going to be tending that? Uh, potentially. I've, I've been given that a potential shuttle driver, which sounds awesome. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, like, I, that, I'm really intrigued by that. And I guess they've set up a pretty sweet incentive program for me, so we'll see what that's What's all about. What's the incentive to do what? Uh, Shuttle people dr- around? Drive, um, re- like, review scores up. Oh. I'm, a, I'm a friendly face. I can I can get people <laughs> to leave good surveys. You are a friendly face. I see that face and I say, I want to take a survey. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. That's exciting. Sco- bus driver scoots. That'd be awesome. Um, Just hopefully don't be taking people around on scooters. Until they realize I can't drive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. I, did, I am curious. Hannah was... Sh- she had some thoughts about Buffalo's tailgating. What's she think about the Browns tailgating? Do they have some issues or something? She is like she has denounced the Browns. She just doesn't. She's not watching this year. Oh yeah, they had a. That's had, a good call. I just that's just a good call. Hannah. They had a. She's, some, she's done. I'm actually like I'm kind of semi proud, but like the Browns have actually been in competitive games, some exciting finishes. Uh, 
and she just hasn't even cared to even look. That was the it was the first home game, and in the parking lot they had some. Uh, why don't you just go take a look, TJ? What's uh, that Twitter search? Uh, Cleveland Browns tailgate. Browns tailgate. And they're let's just say they are not trying to avoid the Deshaun Watson uh, oh, controversy. Oh, I, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. What, what was it? Uh, happy endings aren't illegal, and they had like a massage table set up with a mannequin and a Deshaun Watson jersey. Yeah, really, just. Uh, not pulling any punches there in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not really sure how else to comment on that. Yeah, yeah. Just really. I mean, at a certain point, like it's not your fault that your team has this guy on there. So, like, you're you're gonna cheer for your team regardless if you're a big Cleveland Browns fan. I don't know if you need to just like encourage or celebrate that behavior though. Yeah, jokes are jokes. Um, that being said, mm. you know, you, flying over close to the sun. Yeah, like I, you know, I just the, the people, the people who came up with the idea, and we're like, well, I've got that mannequin, and oh, your cousin's got that old massage table that we could, like, you know, it wasn't just something that you threw together. It was, it was orchestrated and planned. I don't know. I've, I've thought about it. If I was like a lifelong Browns fan, and I just absolutely like despised or disliked or were disgusted with one of the players, I try to put myself in that position. If I were like a Green Bay fan, and Green Bay has had plenty of of players that aren't probably great humans. Not that I'm the one that needs to be judging that, but seemingly un, not great. Humans. Uh, if you like an NFL team, there's a bad guy. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, especially if you're a team, if you're a fan for decades and you're talking about 52 players which you know at least a good chunk of those are new every single year so yeah you're talking you're it, it ends up being thousands of people probably when it's all said and done that go through your favorite teams organizations and you could do it on the college scale as well point being i i try to i'm a fan of the team i'm not a fan of necessarily one specific player representing the team so if i were a browns fan i would still be a browns fan but it would probably not be my favorite era of the Cleveland Browns. Is her whole deal because of Deshaun Watson? Yes. Gotcha. Mm. I will. Um... She just can't seem to understand. Like, not that the Browns were knocking. You know, the the Bengals went to the Super Bowl the year before. The Browns went to the playoffs, and it was fun and cute. And they gave the Chiefs a good game. Yep. So they weren't knocking on the they door. Beat the Steelers that year. Yep. Everybody beats the Steelers. <laughs> they weren't knocking on the door of like winning Super Bowls and Super Bowls and Super Bowls. But what she seems to have an issue with is that like things were pretty good for Cleveland football standards. Like games were fun. You were competing in your division. And then not only do you move on from Baker, which like okay maybe it w- maybe it was time to move on from him. Maybe it wasn't. You go and you bring in like the most controversial player you can to disrupt what was already a pretty solid thing. That's her biggest issue, and I totally agree with it. I get it. I just I, I don't think I'd stop being a fan though. See, that's where I disagree. I, th- I think my uh, like there like the people who quit watching the NFL because of the kneeling. Like I can't imagine ever having one thing make me not watch football, like a, a non-football related thing. Now, I do think it's a little different if you're kind of a casual fan and it's like, all right, I like the Browns as my team, but like, it's not like she's going to like That's hold true. a protest at your house if you're trying to watch your team, TJ. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll never forget the, the goobers who just like, like, you didn't care that much about football if you were willing to give it up because people were kneeling for the anthem. 
I I agree with you that. You know, like it's just some uh, th- that I don't I'll never understand. Well, did uh, did you see the Chad Powers video yesterday? Oh my gosh, freaking hysterical! I, I started watching it, but I was like, man, I'm just. I think I'm gonna like hate this before even watching it. I was I was so intrigued that that little three minute video did not do it for me. I had to go and watch the whole thing. Yeah, great. I didn't watch the whole thing. It was great. My whole thing, like before we re- like the premise of Penn State getting stooped by some, like how do you? I, I just I just don't know how you can get duped by that. They didn't. It, James Franklin knew. I know, but even if you're an assi- the assistants though, because that's who they got right. They got like. They duped like the assistant coaches, yeah. correct? And and some of the players were like wide eyed, like holy crap, look at that throw. I get being a player, you're twenty something. Assistant coach though, like when they showed his transcript, it's like homeschooled PA. Like, come on. It it and was. You see this dude who's like six foot five and he's freaking slinging it. Like, that's not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but he didn't look like a Manning. He, it, he, okay, he's got a wig on. Like, who has hair no, like they, that? They he did still his whole face like, up too. His his whole face was fake. He still looked at best as a thirty nine year old. Yeah. That's like the <laughs> lowest age I'll I give can you get that, that yeah. look. So you have a guy <laughs> that looks like, like he's thirty nine. He looks. His transcript is all about homeschool. Yeah, I, I would also think that something's up. But I also think people were kind of skeptical throughout the whole thing. Because everybody's commenting on him. That's yeah. not just like, you know, you don't comment just on a normal-looking quarterback that goes in there. Well, you had Franklin kind of playing it all up. Like, after he ran the 40, he was like, four five nine. what the hell? Or five four nine, whatever it was. Like, so, I, yeah, I don't know. But it was it was good. I thought it was, it was kind of gross, though, at the end when he came out that he was Eli and he took off his wig and then he just peeled his face off. Oh, like, so it's just like... Just grabbed uh, it from, like, Miss Doubtfire style. It was Scooby-Doo. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Pulling the mask off. Yeah. <laughs> the, another thing I was thinking about, too, and I didn't see the whole 15-minute video, which I didn't know that there was one, unfortunately, but uh, was that he's out of the NFL kind of for, like, a reason. What if he just kind of, like, you, you know, his noodle arm was on display? <laughs> he asked the one guy how far he could throw, and he, and he said he was like, yeah, 60, 65, eh, maybe. I don't know. I was like, can he? Can he still chuck it that far? Which I know he probably can. but Especially if he can step into it. You know, it's not like he's getting rushed by NFL pass rushers That's anymore. True. That's true. But uh, you know what? If, if Fun video, sure. Go for it. That was a great way for people to be like, for ESPN to say, see, Elon's got this thing on ESPN+. Plus. The Subscribe. third person is what put it over the top. Talking about himself in third person. Oh. Chad, Chad threw good. <laughs> Chad, Chad Powers is also a great fake name. Chad Think Fast. <laughs> that is a great name. Uh, big, big fan of it. Uh, all right, text on in to the Thornton Stex line, 502-414-1450. We got some no Chad Powers at UK football. He likes to go into uh, Citrus Bowl champion teams, or loser teams, Ooh, I suppose. He speaking avoid, of he quarterbacks. Avoid, he avoids the winners. With a rocket arm. Brock Osweiler. Going to be calling the game Saturday. Wow. I heard, yeah, people, people do forget about not, Brock Osweiler. Did not know that Brock Osweiler was calling games now. He's on the ESPN2 with Anish Stroff and Alex Campbell. And the thing is, is I think uh, I think this was the team that called the Purdue game. Um, either way, I'm pretty sure I heard this broadcast crew at some point this season, and I thought I heard Brock Osweiler, but I was like, no, they got to be talking about like like he played for this school back in the day. Like surely Brock Osweiler, he doesn't need the money. He made oodles and oodles of money. 
in his NFL career. More than he should have gotten, thanks to John Elway. Surely he's not calling college football games. Nope, he'll be there Saturday night at Kroger Field. You're no, telling he, me he that could have oodles and oodles of money and still want to call games. Yeah, yet. Tom Brady's going to. Yeah, you're right. I just like you Tony know. Tony Romo does all right for himself. Right, but I I don't know. There's just I, I guess you got to have something to do. Also, can we talk about how the fact that the tallest NFL quarterback of all time can't get a job? What the hell? He's terrible. Well, he got a job as calling games. Yeah. I mean, he he did play in the NFL for like ten years. He did. It's yeah. pretty good. He's only thirty-one. Gets a night out in Lexington on Saturday. It's not bad for old Brock. Joe Flacco being like throwing for four hundred yards is the most uh, just shocking result of uh, what? How he? We're gonna take a break, and we're, I, we're not gonna talk Joe Flacco when we come. But back. like, what, what is that guy doing throwing touchdowns in the NFL? We're still? gonna talk. He's been UK bad for football. years. We got some updates yesterday. I just my brain so broken. We'll be back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin K. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. What's today? October? You okay in there, buddy? Uh, maybe. I feel like I am now. Did you take your allergy pill? No. Mm. I haven't taken allergy pills in a couple months now. I need to get back on it, man. No nasal spray? I've been hitting the nasal spray, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can't go without the nasal spray. Yeah, yeah. Can't do that before you're going to spend a day on the boat. Yeah, you're going to be on the boat sneezing up a storm. Yeah, probably. Should have taken your allergy pill. Should have. You always have that nasal spray, but, though. But I, but I love sneezing. So if I take my allergy medicine, I don't sneeze as much. You love sneezing. I, I do. love sneezing. Oh, I love it. Everybody loves a good sneeze, but you don't want to be in a state of sneeze. I mean, I want to sneeze like 50 times a day. See, and that's what's so weird. Like, <laughs> no, people, he legitimately, there was one time off air, I'm like, Scoots, seriously, just do this nasal spray every day. It'll, it'll make your life like it's just a preventative thing. And he's like, yeah, but I don't want to get rid of my sneezing. I like to sneeze. I'm a weird. I'm a weird guy. Tell me something I don't know. <laughs> I once open mouth kissed a horse. This is whoa. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, ninety six point one FM, fourteen fifty AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Text on into the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. We're gonna remind you that it is Tuesday, which means Roush, it's Taco Tuesday. Oh, that's what makes Tuesdays not the worst day of the week, because you can go to Salsaritas. You can load up on tacos. I'm a big fan of the steak tacos there. Because here's the thing. At Salsaritas, they put some care into their product. The well-marinated meats. Ooh, so tasty. Throw some fresh guacamole, some hot queso on there, a little bit of cheese. I also do the uh, fajita veggies. Really spice things Mm -hmm. up a little bit. It's a great call every time you go to Salsaritas. Make sure you download the app before you go, though. Do it. Save some time. Save some money. Oh, yeah. Get yourself some Salsaritas Bucks. You can also order catering through the app. Yep. Get even more Salsaritas Bucks. It's a win, win, win. Maybe stop by there on your way, get some wildly addictive chips on your way to Kroger Field this Saturday. Ooh, that sounds pretty good. It's the Fresh Mexican Grill, two locations in Louisville, Middletown, 
and St. Matthews. Roush, we have the not UK football luncheon, just the UK football press conference mm-hmm. on Mondays. No more lunch for you media folks. Nope, You're no not, lunch. not worthy. Not you all. Sorry, no food for you. The biggest news depends. I guess the the biggest news is in the eye of the beholder, as they always say. The biggest news for me yesterday: UK Ole Miss on October first. 11 a.m. local time kick. Mm-hmm. Noon for us folks back in most of Kentucky. Not all of it, but most of it. A noon kickoff, Roush, for the UK Ole Miss game. Top 15 matchup, most likely. And did not get the CVS treatment. They defaulted to their cash cow, Alabama, as if making money is the most important thing in this business. And UK, they you you referenced it. We've got evidence of it this season that they're putting an emphasis on noon games versus the the nighttime, the the big time, well, prime time, night times. The one reason why we um, the one big reason why this isn't a night game is because they don't have they can't put all of their big. SEC games on ABC yet. They have to keep them on ESPN. And that Saturday night, NC State is going to play Clemson and college game day is probably going to be there. And Kirk Herbstreit is probably going to be on the call with Brad Fowler for that that, that night game. Um, so they don't want to put up another big game up against their own. They would rather have a top 25 matchup competing with Fox's Big Noon Saturday. So that's the big reason behind it. And also, Alabama playing a ranked SEC team on the road, that's hard to beat. You're not going to get that very often uh, this fall, I, I don't think, because like your, your traditional teams that you expect that with, your LSUs, your Auburns, they're down. They're not going to be ranked. So you got to take advantage of this opportunity for CBS. So the Cats are getting the noon kickoff. Um, Corey Price did some number crunching, as he always does. Kentucky is only 1-3. In the 11 a.m. local kickoffs in the Mark Stoops era. Now, granted, I think only one of them had been since the 2016 run started. Or two of them, excuse me. And one of those was the win. It was Petting Zoo Day at Missouri when Benny and Boom um, both had like 200 yards rushing apiece. Um, And I think I've told that story on here, but that's also the drunkest I've ever been like on the job. When working a game? Yeah, like just... The night before, really got after it. Was asked to was asked to leave the establishment. Um, so I showed up, man, still feeling the see. Scoots has worked at this hotel where they have the kickback, right? So unfortunately, I got some free drinks there, and then I went to the bar, and I was, I mean, I was just making friends. And it was Halloween weekend, and I started taking tequila shots with college kids, and it was. When I showed up and saw that petting zoo, I was like, oh, God, what the hell is going on here? I was very confused. It's a big game. It's SEC football. You get Just the petting zoos come to you at the time. Pounding coffee, like trying to shake shake everything off. It was, a, it was a wild time, and Kentucky just absolutely housed Missouri in a sleepy Columbia. But outside of that, it hasn't been too kind to him. I forgot that that Georgia Tech bowl game was an 11 a.m. local kickoff um, in the Gator Bowl, and it was just a – I mean – a disaster from the start when Steven Johnson got strip sacked on like the first possession. Um, 
And then the other one was the Auburn game where Kentucky scored a touchdown to take the lead, but the refs didn't call it that, mm-hmm. and that game changed. So not a whole lot of great experience, but it's also because you means you're playing a road SEC game. Like your record's not going to be great in road SEC games. For the no, they're part. they're going to be tough, especially yeah. when most of those are coming in. Semi rebuilding years or mostly rebuilding years, right, right. all things considered. So, yeah, I uh, I agree with you. I just know I I really do feel for the the fans making the trip because there is so many. Now they're still going to have a great time, right? I, like, I I don't. Not to interrupt you, but like I you know I, a lot of people making a huge deal about it. I one it helps UK's chances of winning. That's true. So there's no at doubt the end about of the day, that. That's most important. Two, you like. They tailgate well after the games in the Grove. It's just going to be different. I mean, it's just going to be a different. It's going to be a different sort of day how you plan it out. Uh, me being obviously a morning person, that's no that's no issue getting up earlier. It's actually better not having to wait as long for the game. Two, I think people fans going to the games need to look at it maybe a little bit differently into your whole trip. You go to the game. The game will be over at four. You'll still have you know four hours of sunlight three hours of sunlight and whatever you want to do in Mississippi, whether it's go back to your hotel, go back to your Airbnb, whether you're driving back to Memphis. Now I know some folks that are like, I'm going to probably just drive back to Nashville after the game and go out of Nashville. You know, that's the four hours you get there at eight, seven o'clock their time. Yeah, that sounds like, exhausting though. Well, it, it certainly <laughs> as would an be, old man, as be a 30 year old man. It would be a long day for some, some buckaroos like us, but I actually think it opens up a lot. I, I, I knew one person that is flying out of New Orleans, but that's still like a long drive. I, I questioned the decision-making from a few reasons, but they're like, maybe I'll just go back to New Orleans after the game now. It's like, well, you got that option. You got – now instead of like a lot of people maybe driving in Saturday or tra- doing some of their traveling on Saturday, you'll have to do it Friday and you'll get that time back on the on the flip side of it on Saturday. So I, I don't hate it personally, but – objectively, it gives Kentucky a, a better chance to win. Yeah, that crowd will be so, much sleepier. Boom. In on that. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. Kentucky fans, and, and Kentucky fans are coming. They're coming. They're coming. There's Regardless, no stopping yeah. them. So, if you get fewer Ole Miss fans or less enthusiastic Ole Miss fans or, you know, you get some of their grumbling and belly aching, uh, it's 11 o'clock kickoff and uh, we may not go, we may not make do as big as a tailgate this week, blah, 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 blah. Fine, good, more for us, more for the U.K. fans down there. I think most of them will still be there, though, because it's yes, top 25 matchup. Yeah, it's a, big, it's a very big game. Um, the other under... The thing that really kind of takes it away from a road trip, you can't get after it Friday night, really. Like that—that that is the the one downside. You don't get that Friday night of exploring Oxford. I don't know what all Oxford has to offer, but you know I what? I can't imagine the bars in Oxford stay open all that late, anyways. You're right. I bet it's like a midnight, one a.m. Yeah. So then you close it up early, and then boom, you wake up, you get a bloody mary, a mimosa. And Me you, personally, rock and roll. I'm fired up for it because I there's nothing I like better than waking up and just being all fired up on coffee and getting the game rolling. TJ, you still going down to the Grove? That's the plan. So you'll both be there? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. Ralph I will not, not be, there. be there. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's baby, I'm just, baby town. I'm just hoping um, baby, little baby Roush is, is still in mom's belly. Right? We, we, need to, we need to put that off to at least the Ole Miss game. Mm-hmm. 
Because if not, then... No, after the Ole Miss game. After the Ole Miss game, yeah, because... Looking at the schedule, let's shoot for the Mississippi State game, then we'll share a birthday. Oh. October? 15th. Heck, at this point, um, I could, so, somebody reminded me that my birthday's coming up. I was like, oh, people forget about that. Like, it'd be kind of cool to share a baby's birthday 10 days away. But it yeah. would be the night before the Ole Miss game, so that would not be ideal. Birthdays at our age, I don't really, you know. Like, my initial thought was like, oh, if you share your birthday with your kid, then, like, you're probably, it's never going to be your birthday again. But, it's like. be the kid's birthday, but, yeah, who really cares? No, but then I'm, like, guaranteed to get, like, a gift while I'm having a party for them. And I can make the joke, like, oh, I'm glad you all came over to my birthday party. Yeah, at least get a slice of cake out of the deal. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. A lot of slices of cake. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. So, you know, I'm talking myself into because, like, really all I want for my birthday is, like, can I just, like, can I have a Sunday where I just go to a local establishment and just watch, like, just want to just give me buckets of beers and, like, just, just want to do that. Just watch the NFL. Why can't you do that? Well, you know, that's that's all my birthday present. Just that that seems very realistic and manageable. I probably will. Just, I'm hoping you, to get into are that. Are you asking somebody to ask your wife on your behalf? <laughs> <laughs> Brooke, let the man have some beers <laughs> and watch some football for Pete's sake. It's his birthday. It comes but once a year. By the way, we never do this on the Thornton's text line. Somebody just texted and said, I disagree. That absolutely sucks for the UK fans going to Ole Miss. It takes away from the experience of tailgating at the Grove. No, it doesn't. It, it just, just means you got to start early. It it's a different kind early. of tailgate. If anything, it, you could make a case that it actually could give you a longer time tailgating in the Grove. Because if UK... like. If you gave wins, you're just partying in the Grove afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And like watching the sun go down if you want to stay that long. You know, some tailgates are going to have TVs just setting up, watching TV for the rest of the day in the mm-hmm. Grove. That sounds unbelievable. My friends who they like purchased the old Miss tailgating package tent sort of deal. Right. The, the setup they have, it notes, it's like you have it. You've, All day. Yeah. And Whether had, the game is at noon or the game is at night. And like, they give you satellite like TV access. Oh, do like they? satellite comes with oh, it. I didn't know that. Yeah, which is pretty great. But this one, like, it, you know, it says on the thing, it's like when you get there in the morning, it's going to be set up for you, and we will not take it down till like, I, I don't know, like 11 p.m. or – Maybe it was like four or five hours after game time. After the game or after the game ends. So if the game ends at four, you'd get it till nine. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. So that that could be fun. The, too. the one downer is you are ro- like really need Kentucky to win to make it to maximize your good time. Good, but that would be if the game was at three thirty noon or seven, right? You a, oh, a, a oh, Kentucky yeah, yeah. win changes the trip for the fans going to the game. A minute, like much more than game time ever could, which I think most people would agree with. It, the the real kicker though is like, see, for you and I who also have our uh, children alarm clock, like we'd be up at six a.m. regardless, so it's not that big of a deal. Um, just you know, just gotta get everybody else up and at them. Yeah, I don't. I yeah. really didn't look at it as like, hey, that, that's gonna make for now. If the weather's like ninety five degrees that first. October Saturday in Mississippi, that will stink, and we'll all be wishing that it was more of a night game. But, but if the weather's going to be that bad, then hey, you won't be tailgating in miserably unhot weather. You'll have probably the best part mm-hmm. of the weather in the day. So, um, all right, one other thing. So we don't normally don't jump ahead in the text line, but I wanted oh. to address that one. Sure, sure. Yeah, we already did it. Uh, love the board for college football this weekend. Not to get ahead of ourselves, it just came across to my, my attention. 
because I, I like when you all make money, we make money, everybody makes money together. Notre Dame, North Carolina, over under is 59 points. I know Notre Dame's offense stinks. Their quarterback, I could probably go out there and do just as good as a job, and I mean that. Over, but UNC, everybody scored on UNC, Roush, everybody. Yeah, the thing is, though, is... And UNC's offense actually is pretty good. I think they're going to be able to score on Notre yeah, Dame. But Ohio State didn't score on Notre Dame. Now, granted, Ohio State. Oh, yeah, that was first game. Well, and Notre Dame did make it a game where it was like, let's. We're, we're going to ugly it up. And Ohio State was like, we're going to win. Like they, if they, you want to take your time letting us win, then so be Right. It. They mucked it up. They won. The big thing I would worry about, though, is just eliminating explosive plays because that's Notre Dame's biggest way of scoring, right? Is. UNC doesn't limit Drake. any sort of plays. Short plays, long plays, silly plays, willy plays. Man, I just that that's just funny enough. You, I, you can be all over it. I'm all over yeah, it. It's an it. easy bet. The fact Roush dislikes it makes me feel even better about it. I just I everybody also, get on board. I, I've bet zero overs at all this year. Only betting unders. Actually, I take it back. The only over I've bet I've lost was Tennessee Pitt. So. Maybe it's just I'm a hater and I love unders now. Betting Iowa unders has changed me. Uh, Iowa, seven and a half point favorites at Rutgers. The 35 and a half total there is just hilarious. I love that. I kind of like Rutgers plus seven and a half. And then, by the way, another bet that you may as well go ahead and get on because it's a good line. Northwestern is six and a half point favorites versus Miami, Miami, Ohio. I know Miami of Ohio. No, no, I'm taking Miami. No. No, I, Northwestern. Did you see they lost this week? I know Northwestern's horrible. But Miami without their quarterback is just not good. Did he get hurt? Against Kentucky. I thought play. he was back last week. He was back last week? I thought he was still out for like two more weeks. Okay, if that's the case, then maybe I'll, I will back away from this pick. Let me, let me check to see if he played last week. Because I bet. Because I thought he did. The week after Kentucky played Miami, I bet Robert. Ooh, he was Mor- not back. I bet Robert Morris to cover that because I was like, they looked horrible. That other quarterback didn't look very good at all for Miami, and Robert Morris covered, and it was an easy twenty bucks. Ooh, yeah, out for a while is the most yeah. recent. Yeah, all right, one. then yeah. back to Northwestern. I know it's six and God, a half. I know Northwestern stinks. They're so bad. They'll get back. They to, lost they'll get to back Southern on Illinois. track. <laughs> How bad is Nebraska to lose to this Northwestern team too? Oh, so bad. I mean, my God, I get it. Whew. I will. I do. Like Scott Frost is still the problem, or was the problem, but I don't think his coat. Like the talent at Nebraska is horrible. Yeah, that's true. They're so. Yeah, they they got they got a ways to go before they're gonna even be sniffing good times. Man, what a ugly hopefully game they're not sniffing around old Mark Stoops when they go sniffing. <laughs> Better not be. Yeah, I'm not worried about the yeah, Nebraska no, job and him. Not at all. In the slightest. All right, Roush, we got an update on J.J. Weaver. Speaking of Mark Stoops, he informed us yesterday. Yeah, it's it's a we're not playing him this week. You called it. But we can have work. optimism enough that he, he might play uh, against Ole Miss. Right? Like that, that's kind of where we're at. Like the, there's a chance. It just – I think it's going to gonna, come down to pain tolerance. and They don't want Ole Miss to – It's games. what he said was gamesmanship for Ole Miss. Yeah. And you said that that exact scenario could come into play where it could end up being a few weeks, but they're just going to say week to week, let defenses have to prepare for him. But they did at least give Northern Illinois the heads up that he will not be playing this weekend. Yeah. They're very unlikely he'll Which be Which means we'll get more Alex Safari. We'll get more um, 
in that nickel package. We'll also see more Keaton Wade. Still not sure on Northern Illinois quarterback Rocky Lombardi. Their Northern Illinois coach talks today. Um, I doubt. I'm sure he'll play the gamesmanship thing as well. Um, but if he doesn't play, then this game could get ugly. Uh, in a good way for I the Wildcats. I thought it was pretty confirmed he would be out. They just, they, they, they've been just very mums the word at all. Unspecified injury. We'll see if they, they give any sort of, if we can read between the lines on his quotes at all today. So we'll, we'll find out that today around lunch. Um, I will say, though, TJ, you, we always worried about this game being a trap game. Trap. But Mark Stoops is freaking pissed. Yeah, I He's, was I, I was kind of I love it. He he knows that Mark Stoops is an experienced uh, experienced enough head coach to play the game. He, uh, I think he was a good trade of his coming into Kentucky in terms of like when I need to love on him, I'll love on him. When I need to be tough on him, I'll be tough on him. He's mastered it over the years, even more so. And yeah, he's. I could honestly see this being like a two week kind of. You guys are in the doghouse just to make them as hungry as possible for Ole Miss. Well, and so he is getting on them for their performance against uh, Youngstown, and will they do? Will they do enough to satisfy their head coach against Northern Illinois? It, it, he's putting the ball in their court. I love it. It's well, a good coaching technique, especially at this point in the season. So you, you had to give this offense some time, some benefit of the doubt, because. I mean, you're starting true fresh, two true freshman receivers. You're starting three new offensive linemen. I mean, they're in week four, and they still have not started the same offensive line in two games. It's been different every single week. Makes it tough. So, like, they, they gave them a little bit of rope, but now here's the Northern Illinois game. It's coming around the corner. They've played well enough to win these games and to put up some impressive numbers and to make big plays, but they still – you and I can see it. They're far from a polished product. I mean, the pre-snap penalties last week, they fumbled it four times. They only lost it once. Um, but they're they're not in a, they're ineffective, inefficient in the run game. Soups gave them some time. And now him and Richard's just saying, hey, we're better than this. Clean up the crap, all right? So they're kicking their ass this entire week. And you will here, but you're right, TJ. To the point, you kind of want them to kick their ass for two weeks. That's what I'm saying. I, I, think, Stoops, <laughs> I think Stoops is playing the coaching long game where, like, Kentucky will beat Northern Illinois. It'll probably be a Mark Stoops out-of-conference non-Louisville special where you'll have some really bright moments and it'll be fun, but mostly of the four quarters, probably 60% of it, yeah. Kind of leaves uh, you wanting a little yeah. bit more. And I could see Stoops saying, you know, we we're a little better in some areas, but there are some guys that just aren't getting it, and now we got to – anything's on the table, and that uh, – you know, for being like a, a number eight team in the country, you know. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I really do. I think he's kind of laying the seed for the long play to just make sure everybody is going into Ole Miss – as as motivated, pumped up, fired up. I don't think he's going to get the soft comment he got before the Florida. That was a layup to Mark Stewart. <laughs> he probably won't be gifted with something so, right, right. Uh, you know, no, your former ex-boss, he's got, he knows enough people at ESPN, though. Maybe he can just plant a seed and be Ooh, like, hey, that'd be good. you know, if you're looking for some clicks, you go ahead and, <laughs> and call Kentucky a bunch of – fatties or whatever, right, right, whatever you right. want to go with to really get people fired up and, and motivated. But. I uh, I just – I really hope, though, that they do like, – because a lot of this stuff is just clean it up, right? Like, you have the play – like, the play is here, just make it. And 
I mean, Stoops, at one point, I thought he was going to just flip the table and come after Luckett because Luckett asked how the receivers have been blocking. It's like, we got thought, one We got one play over there where the guy whiffs. Minus four. If we, if we, if we make that block, 20-yard game. But no, tackle for loss. And they're like, is it hard to, to convince them to block when they're making so many plays catching it? And he's like, they don't block, they ain't playing. <laughs> just... I, I, that, I bet that was – I bet Luckett – Thought he may get that answer because obviously I think Luckett probably knows that. Well, we saw that moves. play. Yeah. There was there was a very clear. And oh, we, you all I, talked about it in well, the press. Conference, I mean, we even knew it in the press. Like you could see it yeah. in the press box as it happened, and I forget which player it was too, because um, it, it was either like a Dane or a Barion or something. You know, it was a younger guy, and I don't think he thought Stoops was going to get that mad though. <laughs> like he was he was vintage Stoops. Like that was great. I actually, and here I was yesterday, or yesterday on yesterday's show, talking about Saturday, complimenting the wide receivers and their blocking. Of course, that's a limited sample size. It was easier for me to watch when they were coming towards my side of the field versus away. So uh, that's something that won't really fly with Stoops, and it's something that you never had to worry about with Eddie Grand's offense. You never had yeah. to worry about the wide receivers. I mean, blo- had the way they blocked in Eddie Grand's offense. Bring back Eddie. <laughs> people Eddie's were taking, already there. People were taking shots at UK for their receivers blocking too much. And now it's like, well, they're not blocking good enough now. Yeah, who was it? Was it Jordan Watkins? That yeah, was, yeah. yeah. Jordan, Jordan, come back and, and say talk, talk smack about the wide receivers blocking again. No, that is – but in all seriousness, that is something that was really good under Eddie Grand. It's something that I, I don't think is still a, a major issue. Of course, Mark Stoops knows a hell of a lot better than I do. But if he if this was their way of kind of addressing it, then better against Youngstown State than in a loss against a good team where maybe a missed block by a wide receiver is the difference between a win and a loss. So th- these are the games to figure it out. And I do. I really think Mark Stoops will take the slow play. And we are done with hour one. How about that? So well, hour number time two. Time flies when you're having fun. Coming up next, we got some big-time news in the world of college basketball that will most certainly impact Kentucky. If you don't know what we're talking about, don't go anywhere because we will talk about it when we return. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Edge Sports Radio. Okay. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Okay. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. On your Tuesday, we appreciate you spending it with us. We appreciate it if you went to ShadyRays.com, checked out their amazing selection of quality sunglasses, most of them polarized. Look like big designer sunglasses, but you're not going to pay the big designer price. They've got a sunglasses for every occasion, including 
some if you're just like hey, you know I, I doubt a I doubt they have this. Why don't you go check them out? They may, or you may discover even something cooler. And do not forget to use promo code Big X at checkout for twenty five percent off. All right, Roush, uh, this is normally where I throw it to you. Any quick hitters that you want to get to or have to start our number two? Um, I don't know about quick hitters. Um, we have the Kentucky basketball news we need to discuss. Also, I mentioned in the break some um, some true crime podcast news. I'm sure this was a big, uh, big to-do at the Walker household. Yes, uh, the, the kind of one of... The first podcast that made podcasts kind of take off. It was the OG. Cause, yeah, because yeah, you you do make a good point. It was it was the first time where it was the kind of format we see today. At the time, podcasts were previously just kind of like a radio show, right? Yes. Like it was, it was free like form. a podcast was water cooler talk. For serial was the first of serial was the first of like all right, we're gonna write it. We're gonna make this like a television show, except in audio form, and uh, made the true crime genre. The big, I'm sure it's the largest of all of the podcasting ones, and it all started with Serial. Serial uh, was the podcast. Yep. Adnan Syed came out in 2014, and seven years later, Adnan Syed has had his murder conviction overturned. The um, star from Serial can thank his lucky charms. Yeah, and uh, that's pretty good. Captain he, Crunch has released him. <laughs> The 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 reason why the judge overturned it is because prosecutors had evidence that there was two different suspects and they didn't let the defense know. And the, Ooh, it's not good. Yeah, and the thing was is at the time, like when you listen to Serial, they didn't say one way or another. Like, do we think Adnan did it or not? No, it's what kind of made the podcast so good is that you could have 10 different people listen to it and 10 different opinions about what mm-hmm. happened, who's guilty, who's innocent. I think the one thing that was abundantly clear, though, is his public defender Oh yeah, was just not good. Like, just in which, like, now, where were you that day? Yeah, it was just a not, not great at her job. Um, and most public defenders overworked, heavy caseload, so things slipped by. And I mean, he even had a mistrial initially. <laughs> like yeah, the, I forget you know. all the details of it, but I, I re- my buddy asked, he was like, "So, what was the popular consensus of everybody when the podcast came out?" I was like, "I think it was pretty split. Like, I think you had a group of people that were like definitely innocent. You had a group of people that were like, oh, he's clearly guilty.' I." If I and again, you kind of you try to put yourselves back in your shoes of listening. I remember back in 2014 thinking that I thought he probably did do it, but the dude should not be in jail based on the trials yes. that had happened. I, I was and the in, evidence yes. that was presented. That, that that's the I think the best. That's probably the most common theme, but also like with the caveat, why didn't they? investigate the older boyfriend more just because yeah. his her his mom said that he he was at work yeah like, yeah she could totally just make that up sure like you didn't it, mom's gonna cover for for their kid and apparently that guy too who was 10 years older or whatever he had some sexual um Ooh. crimes later on in life and it's like well maybe you got the wrong guy and i think if there's any 
good that that podcast did because we you know we don't know if Adnan and we don't know if this guy's innocent or guilty, and mm-hmm. I don't think there's any way of ever proving it one way or the other, and that's why he's out is because you can't prove it without beyond a reason of a doubt. But the big thing is, is I do think that our collective awareness of our criminal justice system and its flaws is much more acute now. We're like, especially when you grow up as a kid, you just think like, well, there's good guys and there's bad guys. I think, I think everybody's a little bit more well aware of like, well, it's much more complicated than that. Yes. (laughs) Much more complicated than that. They don't always get the bad guys. They're looking to get a bad guy, but it, does it always bad mean... guys representing good guys? Yeah, sometimes have good guys representing bad guys. Yeah, the the legal system. When he got out of jail, did he hit him with a Tyrio? <laughs> I like that you went for it though. Well, I got to shoot your shots, uh, man. That's good stuff, Scoots. I love it. That's, I, I don't have any more. I, I was trying it. to think. No, I, I don't. But I don't think he did. I don't think he said that. <laughs> I don't think you said that. So, um, so there's some podcasting news. There's some podcasting news. Um, we also had the conversation: who's the most guilty out of all the three big true crime? Is it Adnan? Is it Stephen Avery from? Oh yeah. Or is it making uh, a murder? The staircase guy. I uh, didn't do the staircase one. Ooh, the staircase one. That one was. Uh, that guy had some weird, weird vibes around him, and it wasn't just because he, like. Had affairs with men. Like he, there was something about that guy that was oh, just it off. wasn't just because of that. No, there was, there was, he, he had, like, he, he had the eyes that, like, could, like, pierce your soul. And you're like, yeah, this dude's, ugh, give you heebie jeebies. Man. Uh, I don't know. I, so I, 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 Stephen Avery, though, definitely did it. Brendan at Dassey, though. Yeah. His, it's the, the kid, the kid shouldn't be in jail for it. I don't Brendan think Stephen Dassey. did it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He definitely did. That dude. I don't know no woman. <laughs> Who's Teresa? I, I for uh, I, I think Stephen Avery. If I'm guessing, probably did do it. But again, the kid being in jail was the one that always got me. Yeah, that kid didn't just wanted to watch some wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that I felt bad for that kid. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. The Thornton's text line. We'll move past the serial podcast murderer conversations. And move Ooh. on. Well, the, was the wife? Did, what was her response? Because I know she's. This is her deal. Uh, she. I broke the news to her about it, and she just was like, "Oh, well, that's 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 good." And that's all she said. Oh, she, she wasn't. She didn't get out her file. Mm-mm. I bet she'll. I bet because I'm sure they're gonna have some follow ups on it. I thought there may already, and I just had missed it. So I like went to the serial podcast feed. Uh, they did a few more seasons. It seems. I listened did, to season two a little bit. Yeah, and I think everybody was just like, eh, this is I actually thought that was interesting. It was on but it was just like a, It was like a different podcast than Serial. Right. Like it, it should have been probably a different format or a different setup, but they tried to go like with the each episode. Ooh, what are you going to learn in this one? What are you going right. to learn in this one? And it didn't. It wasn't. But it wasn't interesting. That's like an interesting thing. Like yeah. that's His story is super interesting. Um, not for me to tell on radio right here or right now, but... No, where where were we going anyways with um, that? Oh, they'll, no they'll do a follow up. No, uh, no, yeah. uh, there were new no no new updates, but yes, I bet Pretty they will. Pretty sure like FX made a show about it too, which yeah, I'm like H- HBO maybe somebody did. Yeah, where I'm like I, I don't need I don't need more of this. 
The show definitely was more almost like advocation of his innocence than it was like detailing the facts, if yeah. I remember correctly. And again, that is the crazy thing is we're talking about things that are now like eight, seven years ago. And there's also a side of this too where it's like uh, the 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 folks who like to, to blame media on things. Like you want to talk about something like that, how attention can change the way we think about a story, right? Like this was just another – Baltimore murder. And then you get one, you get NPR to really dig into the details, and then it's become the biggest true crime of the century. You know? It's back when NPR did did good work back then. Now they're just government butt slappers, unfortunately. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Did you see that uh I feel like this is deja vu doing the time warp here that the NBA and the NBA players association and serious talks with the potential collective bargaining agreement draft eligibility from 19 up or down to 18 return to high school to NBA, allowing that to be an Avenue for players to get to the league. How many times have we done this? And uh, another one is measures that allow players to cite their mental health, similar to a physical. If I'm an owner, I just am so out on that second one. So out. That's the tough part. I would be so out on it too, but you can't do that. Like, you, you know, like players do need mental breaks. They absolutely do. But how that could be abused and to you paying out, Expensive contract yeah. because a person has a case of the bad days. Well, and, and that's going to be no, it's going to be fascinating to see. Well, how and that one. what it ultimately comes down to is NBA. You play too many games. Nobody gives a damn about an eighty-two game season. Like I, you, you I, play too many I games, agree. and so you the players need more time off, and so that they've done this to themselves. Like it's the it's a it's a problem they've created. But I would, if I was an NBA owner, I'd be fighting tooth and nail for it. Like against it, like do, do just make up your injury excuses. Do your Ben Simmons, my back hurts, right? Like mental health. Again, I know, I know, like mental health, a real thing, right? We're players very, just like anybody else can deal with it, but it. it but like they're going to use it for rest. Like you can, you can see it a mile away when they just need rest. They're going to say, "I need a mental health day." Yeah, probably. Yeah, instead of like what was it? Load management. Load management. I mean, I'd it, rather them have a mental health day than use it load load management. Well, it's all going to be this. A uh, lot in a lot of instances, it's going to be the same. True. They're just they're going to have a a name that you, people aren't going to feel likely to make fun of or to kind of question because you don't want to question somebody's mental health, right? See, and that that's somebody's load management. They're a huge baby back in the nineties. Oh, what? But mental health, you can't question that. It is such a we- like the NBA is in such a weird place because they've given the players so much authority and sometimes it's causing their franchises to just I mean we love the drama from afar right with like the nets and everything and Mm -hmm. it's fun but the dysfunction around the league with just guys going from one place to another like and I'm not trying to be like old man but there there, there's there's a it's it's off balance right now and so when they do this CBA discussion like I'm wondering what concessions either side's willing to make to, to, to get the other things to happen. Like, do the owners really want to get 18-year-olds into the league? I, I don't get – again, and, like, this timing was almost perfect. If I'm an NBA owner, I do not want this at all. No. Like, I don't want it 
in the slightest, there's very little to actually benefit from this. I mean, you had and so much. Amoni Bates is a perfect example of this. I, I think it was Aaron Torres who was like three years ago. People were comparing him to LeBron. Had he when he was 18, had he been eligible, he would have been the number one pick in the NBA draft. And now he's getting arrested for weapons charges and tampering and car. stuff and blah blah blah. Is that what they were saying? That was, was that was the car? attorney said. He borrowed a car. The gun was just in the car. Well, if you're borrowing they somebody's car, trying to like scratch off the serial number on the gun. Well, I mean, serious. That, that just means like the the gun, I mean, the gun okay. was like that. Like you you bought you bought a stolen gun. Yeah, yeah, I see. Um, but I mean, that is a good point. But there's also like there's so many alternatives it, now where you get to see these players, even if they're doing G League at night or whatever. You you get an you get a better idea of what they are. I don't know what incentive they have to lowering it to 18. Like, well, what good does it get? And let Does me be clear. I'm it? not saying that like NBA. Look at the mistakes you made. He is going to. He was in jail. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just the immaturity of players. Yep. And that trust me, that doesn't mean that a 22 year old NBA player that's been in the league for three years can't do immature things. A 29 year old can. It doesn't. It. It's not. It's not locked in the neighborhood of age for immaturity, really, for any league, any profession, any sport. So I'm not blaming that on the Amoni Bates situation, but it's an example of an NBA team could have given him millions and millions upon millions of dollars, and he couldn't even crack the floor at Memphis. Like, yeah. And things were so bad there that he had to get out. Um Partially, probably because he thought he was a little bit better than he was. But I promise you, if Penny could win with you, he was he would play with you, and he couldn't. So, point being, they would have gotten an NBA team would have gotten burnt financially so badly on Bates that you have to remember why they put this rule in the first place. It was because NBA teams were missing out or losing millions of dollars investing in players that if they could have had just an extra year to watch a little bit more to see how they respond to other types of competition. They learn more about it. So we've heard this talked about forever in terms of like they're going back to straight out of high school. We're, it's going to happen again uh, by 2017, by 2019. And mm-hmm. now they're saying by 2024. This one, again, seems like it has more steam than other ones. I'll believe it when I see it, but I uh, it, it won't be good for the NBA. As for UK's side of things with this, man. I've flipped since we started having this conversation, too. I used to be really worried about, like, well, Kentucky's going to lose all of these players. No. And, and I'm, I'm at the point now where it's like, well, if they don't want to, then I don't want to deal with them. Well, yeah. and also, on the other side of that, so I used to be a huge proponent of, if you bring this back, it's going to hurt the schools like Kentucky or Duke. Well, transfer portals changed all that. It it doesn't it won't wouldn't matter anymore. Duke and Kentucky are still going to get great players. I have a, a U of L friend of mine who I, I think is – Pretty smart when it comes to UL fandom. It, certainly there's a bias with being a Cards fan, but that's that's all right. He is, like, so convinced that this would be bad for the Blue Bloods. And I, I just – I cannot express any other way as simply as I put it here. It, it won't have any impact They're, they're on still going to get the good players. They're still it's going – yeah, it's not like – It's not like ba- – I, I think he's got this idea of college baseball where you get a commitment and you get some kids signed – and those kids can get drafted and leave you late in the game, yeah, and they're gone. Yeah, yeah. Could that happen in basketball? Not in that exact 
format. But yes, it could happen where you have somebody you think you're that you're telling you everything you want to hear. They're going to play for you. They're excited for college basketball, and then boom, all of a sudden they leave. It could be a shade and sharp situation to some degree. That can and could happen, but. UK's going to, Duke's going to, UNC and Kansas are going to find the top dudes, some of which may say, hey, I'm kind of interested in the NBA. I may not be. They'll recruit. Maybe some of them will go, but they're still going to just get loaded classes of the next guys that are going to be confirmed, committed, and 100% locked in on playing college basketball. And as Scoots mentioned, worst case scenario, if you do get burnt on some guy or there is a surprise to one of your recruits late in the game, Boom, transfer portal, just mm-hmm. like you said. So it's not – it will have zero well, impact. I It'll will, just go down the pecking order. I will – like, would I rather have these players playing college basketball? Of course. Even if it's only for one year, I want DJ Wagner in college basketball because it's more fun when the best players are playing college basketball. It just is. But if they aren't th- there, I still think that there is a like, – There's not. it's not just – a, a given that all of these top five guys are going to automatically go every single year, right? There's still some nil incentives. You you might want to just have the college experience for yeah. a year. But also, college basketball, name, image, and likeness has shown that this sport is just going to change. Mm-hmm. There are players that are superstars at the college level that will be afterthoughts in the NBA because of the nature of the way they play. College basketball is just going to look like a much different sport than NBA basketball. It just is. And you can still have a very good team with those college basketball stars, whether it's a guy, an undersized center who just rebounds a lot like Oscar Sheboy or just you know the big physical guys that are those centers. The center position is going to be big. Your undersized point guards, right, your Savier Wheelers, you're not going to have the the point guard that's probably dunking on people's faces, right? Like that that six foot three four guy who can shoot and get to the rim in a heartbeat and just dunk on dudes. So you know what? Let's enjoy, let's enjoy the ride while we can. I, I still am not sold on the NBA's reason why they want to get rid of that. Um, I don't. Maybe the NBA P. But why does NBPA want it? Like that's just taking money from all. I don't understand the incentive on that side. NBA PA, you get more. More members, uh, more. I, I I don't know. I, but I still think that like it's not going to be. Initially, when when it was like this was happening off the get go, and Kentucky was recruiting like they did in the first five years of Cal, I got why there was a lot of worry from the Big Blue Nation. But the way that college basketball has changed since then, I'm not like this isn't some sort of like oh my god, can you believe it? Kentucky's going to be done. I I don't think that's the case. Yeah, uh, so it could be as early as 2024 that could impact potentially in, uh, Ian Jackson, mm-hmm. which that would be somebody that I think would be a candidate to, to go directly into the NBA. That's somebody that we want to see in a UK jersey. But if it's if UK ends up not getting Jackson, they'll, they will get somebody else in the class, or Scoots mentioned they'll get a transfer. Scoots, why were you so excited that this may happen? We heard you give like a little hoot and a holler. Um. So, for me, initially, it was because it does screw the Dukes and Kentuckys. But then I started thinking more about it, and I was like, well, you got the transfer portal. Those guys are still going to get those players. So, for I, I've, I've done a complete 360 on it while we've been talking about it. So, I, I used to be a big let them go. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, they're 18-year-old kids. They can make decisions. I mean, and if it ends up being a mistake and it doesn't work out in the NBA, so be it. I mean, we all make mistakes. It's part of growing up, right? You got you live and you learn. So 
I, I just want them to be able to make that choice if they think. I mean, because we've gotten great products from, from straight out of high school. We've gotten LeBron. We've gotten Kobe. We've gotten Kevin Garnett. I mean, so the possibilities for those guys mm. to succeed are there. You know what it is, TJ? What is it? Indiana's not getting any of these guys, so it's. Oh, we never have. <laughs> we never have. So no, that's like this, the, this isn't my, about my U of all friend again. He just he thinks that like oh. If the best players can't go to those schools anymore, they're going to be in trouble. No, that's not the case. It's not like, you know, it's not like this This is a buffet. Yeah. And just because they may take out the best item doesn't mean that they're still not. We don't get to eat popcorn shrimp. That yeah, are yeah. Be the the filet mignon and, and and Kentucky's table gets called first. So yeah, the fried chicken may be taken out of the buffet, but whatever else is out there, the the UKs, the Dukes. The Kansases, the North Carolinas, they're still getting first stab at what is left, and you'll 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 get what's left over from that. The the filet mignon's gone, but you still got a chance for a nice old uh, ribeye. There we go. Yeah, ribeye. Actually, not sure. I'm crazy about that. <laughs> but ribeye. I mean, if you're craving steak, that's that's better than nothing, right? Who said a complete 360? Scoots did. It's 180. Is 360 means you're right back to square one. That's true. <laughs> I just did a circle. Made myself a little dizzy. <laughs> so, a circle. <laughs> be on the lookout for that. Uh, it will have zero impact on the Cats. One texter on the Thornton's text line says, After watching Miami A&M, I can't believe some people have Van Dyke over Levis on their draft boards. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious. Um, yeah, I'm I'm also uh, I'm convinced he's going to be a top five guy. Levis. First or second quarterback taken. I think he'll leave Fred Bryce. That's, that's, so that's like somebody at UK is leaking that because that's been all the scuttlebutt. No, I mean, and that's not me talking to anybody. That's like watching a couple of his throws on Saturday. I'm like, oh, God, NFL. NFL guys are going to love this dude. Well, that's it's fine been, by me. I hope yeah. he gets drafted super, super high, but let's let it be on the backs of Kentucky winning the East mm-hmm. and us dancing the night away in New Orleans. Dance, dance. Which they brought up Miami A&M. You saw lines that you thought were hilarious. A&M being a favorite is just hilarious to me. That team's garbage. Garbage. Jimbo, you're garbage. You're trash. Put them in the dumpster. I'm in the Trevor Kelsey bandwagon, which feels like a weird place to be. Yeah, you don't want to. But yeah, yeah, you don't want to stay there for long. But that team's just not good. By the way, that's a good segue. First off, uh, they're serving beer to the common folks at Assembly Hall. Scoots, by the way. Whoa! So that's news. What? What? Yeah, your mic's not your working. Your mic's not working, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah I might want to turn it go. on. Yeah. Um, so they've done so at football, baseball, softball since 2019. And we brought up a few weeks ago how alcohol-related incidents have gone down. So, yeah, they're going to do it in Assembly Hall. Pretty Weird awesome. They had a similar Mitch Barnhart policy where the rich folks at Assembly could have it, but not the common folk. But now yeah. everybody can have it. Yep. Uh, UK and BYU, they're going to be the last holdouts on this. Secondly, we mentioned the baits. We mentioned Trevor. Are you nervous about your bet? No. He says that you tried to lower it to $400. Oh, my God. For his sake, yeah. I'm I'm trying to save him some money. It was it's called a buyout, Trevor. That's what I was offering you. No, and and I tell you what, guys, I got so many messages about this crap yesterday, and I'll tell you all the same thing I told everybody else. I make this same bet with or without Amani Bates. This bet is not about Amani Bates. It's not about Eastern Michigan. It's about Louisville having two competent players that can dribble a basketball. They're gonna win 15 games at the most. EMU will do that in conference slate with or without Amani. It was this bet was never ever about Amani or Eastern Michigan. It's about Louisville. I, I, I you've been pretty clear from that from day one. But Trevor's saying that you're chickening it out, trying no. to lower the total. 
he he texted me about it, and I didn't even respond. I was like, I don't even have time for this. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Trevor and Scooch, the radio producers here at Big X. He's a clown. They have a $500 bet who wins more regular season or just who wins more basketball games, Eastern Michigan or U of L. <laughs> and I think we've kind of set the total at like what 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 number wins it? I think fifteen. No, no I think fifteen. I, wins I, it. I, I was I, thinking seventeen. If, if, yeah, I think that number went up yesterday. I was my new number is eighteen. Whoever gets to eighteen will win that bet. Yeah, I, think, but, I think it's fifteen. I don't think Uval is going to be winning a lot of basketball games. No. Although Kenny Payne, he likes his guards. But the new number for Eastern Michigan to make me feel good is eighteen. They, I, I could they get, get on to board eighteen, with and you're 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 dancing in the I mean, streets. Yeah. He yeah, says that you're going to be buying him a new PS Five. Oh, Lordy. Well, at least if I can come over and play it, I guess it's a win-win for me. Is that a win-win? Get to go hang out with Trevor and play. play. Let's go to our final break. We'll come back. We'll read more text into the Thornton's text line. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kelly. On a Tuesday, got your girl in the color she chooses. Club going up. On a Tuesday, got your girl in the color she chooses. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. The people that don't like Joel, for the most part, just don't have a clue. They're just doing A plus B must equal C. Like, Joel got here. Kentucky's recruiting hasn't been as great. So he's obviously equals, the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He It must be because he's not a good recruiter. With Walker and Roush. No, teams are just cheating, folks. <laughs> So, uh, DJ, I think it's time. I think it's time to stop being sports talkers. We're going to be political talkers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're ready for this. We're, 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 we the, are. The hot takes, but wanna, about like serious stuff. Want to, want to put in my two week notice. <laughs> Did you all watch the Queen's funeral yesterday? Um, I saw some clips. Was not, not, not as much, uh, pomp and circumstance as the weddings. No, but as much coverage, for sure. <laughs> my, my roommate last night was so frustrated. He's ready for it to... <laughs> He's like, she died two weeks ago. Put her to ground already. Yeah. Really was waiting for <laughs> Corncob TV's I, coverage I, of this. I, I think they are done. I think they are finished. Yesterday was the final. They they put her in the ground, Justin, okay. so you're good. You tell your roommate. <laughs> I was dying. He said I could not stop laughing. He said a little more R-rated than that, but... Well, they uh, it, cool cool history involved with it, and hope that the the queen is at peace. And I, I don't I don't know. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton's text line. A texter says, "I hate to say it, but I think Tennessee is really good." Don't fall for it, texter. Josh Heupel runs up the score on bad teams. Like that's not those bad teams. He outmatches them and just beats the snot out of them. So. Uh, the sad thing is, too, is we're not going to – I don't know how much we can still learn about Tennessee on Saturday because I don't think Florida's got the athletes to be able to defend them in the passing game. Um, but I am curious, though, Florida – like how well does Tennessee stop the run? Um, shouldn't be very good. But, man, uh, Anthony Richardson on the road, I mean, he can barely yeah. – Walking chew gum. 
at the and swamp. I also just think Florida's defensive coordinator is not very good either, and I think they're just going to get – I don't think they're going to be able to just keep up with Tennessee. It's, it, it's kind of a weird strategy for Florida, one that I'm sure their fans aren't probably thrilled with. They need to, like, run the ball, control the clock, try to just, you know, yeah. get the game into the fourth quarter. I don't think they're going to be able to, though. Well, especially when Tennessee makes so many big plays. If yeah. you all had it your way, Florida win that game? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We want Tennessee to lose as Florida, much as possible. Florida, you go ahead and win out for all yeah, we care. Yeah. Well, well, maybe yeah. one more loss somewhere. I like when Florida loses, too. They lose to Vandy. Vandy, oh. Vandy, go ahead. Take win. care. Yeah. yeah. Well, not every game. They yeah. haven't uh, They haven't won an SEC game in like four years or something, three or four Vandy? years. Vandy? Yeah. I thought they beat Tennessee not too long ago. They haven't. I think it's 2019. Oh, okay. Hey, that they beat be Hawaii good. worse than Michigan did. That's a win. It's true. They did do that. But I, Tennessee in general, to this texture, like, I, I understand why they can be scary because Hendon Hookers has something like 45 touchdowns and only two interceptions. He throws a lot of jet screens and go routes. Like they aren't, he doesn't throw a lot of dangerous passes that can get you into trouble. Um, it's why nobody talks about him as a pro prospect at all. Um, so like, there's a reason why he's so successful. Like this offense is a byproduct, of, and that's why it makes it so hard to judge them. I, like that pit game, I can't really tell because they still gave up a decent amount of points with a backup quarterback in the game. You know, so it's just. Uh, I I, I, w- I hope we can learn more from this Florida game, and a lot of it will be how well do they stop the run? Um, because I would like to think that Kentucky can get their running attacked, just figured out <laughs> within the next week or two once they get Chris Rodriguez back. You taking the top three in the West or in the East, and assuming it's TJ's top three of Alabama, Arkansas, Ole Miss, Georgia, Kentucky, Tennessee. Better top three teams. I'm taking uh, the East because I think Georgia's better than Bama. Agreed. Um, and then I think Kentucky's just as good, if not better, than Arkansas, Ole Miss or Old Miss. Yeah, our, yeah, and like Tennessee, all, all three and teams I, in the East can beat the the second and third team in the West. Agreed. Like I, Arkansas, they're they're, they're fine, but they're going to end up being like nine and three at best. They play a tough schedule. They're they're going to run into a meat grinder, and I just don't think Ole Miss is very good. They threw like eleven passes against Georgia Tech. And won forty two to nothing because Georgia Tech's awful. Um, now I'm sure some folks could put the shoe on the other foot and say, "Well, Kentucky they can't run the ball at all right now," but they also just don't have their best running back like that. Subject to change. Exactly. Another texter. Don't think Ole Miss is getting better at passing overnight. I hope not. This from Kirby. Hey Kirby, looks like U of L may have dodged a bullet with Amoni Bates. Think a play See on words there. there from yeah. Kirby, and uh, you know uh, the Louisville stuff with him seemed to be. I, I don't. The Bates camp must just be bonkers, folks. Oh yeah, they got to be because I don't think Louisville was really in a position to say no to anybody, and I still don't really think they said no to Bates. I think it was kind of like a mutual breakup where Bates was kind of maybe you're not showing me enough love, and then I think U of L staff, rightfully so, was like, okay, I don't think we're going to be playing this game anymore. If you want to be here, be here. If you don't want to be here, then don't. I think Bates wanted to be wooed and courted a little bit more, and U of L said we kind of. We told you our best offer in terms of what we can get you here, and if that's not, it, just let us know, and then the communication just stopped. So, all in all, maybe a good thing for L. We talked about that. Obviously, he kind of just like quit during the middle of the season at Memphis, 
and then came back and they just said it was injuries. And then people were like, well, why didn't he, why was he not with the team if it was injuries? And they said that he wanted to go to his own doctor, which is like, is that normal? And Memphis was like, no, it's not normal. We've, we're, we're a university. We have like the best, you know, we have, we have some of the best <laughs> stuff here. So there was going to be some red flags with him regardless. In the long run, is it a good call? Is it a bad call? My issue, Kirby, is I don't think UofL is going to be very good anyway. So, like, what would it hurt to get more talent in here? More yeah. bad press in their direction? Potentially, yeah. You, well, you what could if be you right borrowed somebody that. else's car? Well, that's the thing. Like, can we let this whole thing play out? I was I was talking to somebody last night. I could eat, I could see a scenario of this happening with me and my friend group. Like, I, I have friends that conceal carry. If I go and borrow one of their trucks, I'm not going to ask, oh, is your gun in here? You don't have to worry about it in the in the great Commonwealth of Kentucky. Why not? No conceal carry laws. Mm. That's why I live in the good state of Indiana. Where you can bet your heart's content. By the way, this really snuck up on me, probably because of the Red Sox stink, but the Red Sox are in Cincinnati tonight. I remember when the schedule oh, came out, I, I circled this one, and I was like, hey, you know, I wouldn't mind – Going to that game, uh, mm. not 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 with the sick baby. Bad it's teams. Totally out of the. Oh, okay. Let's Red Sox are better than enjoy. The Reds, yeah, enjoy your three both wins. Both bad teams. Um, Red Sox. Did you two, um, two, just a two game? Show. Aaron Judge. Are we excited well, no. about him hitting home runs? No. Also, it's like laughable that he's like nobody cares at all. That's it, not true at all. Justin, no, they did, nobody. They, they may not care in your circles and what you listen to, but I, that's all I've seen for months now is Aaron Judge. Well, what are you? What are you paying attention to that like shows baseball besides Sports Center? He just has the bar on Sports Center twenty four. Okay, yeah, yeah, but that's still like of the hour long program of Sports Center. How much is it focused on Aaron Judge? Minutes. I mean, he hasn't broken the record yet. No, no, no. I know, record. but how many minutes does Aaron Judge typically get for hitting his home runs in a sports, know. a sixty-minute Sports Center broadcast? I don't want Sports Center. It's on all the time, though. That's where you're seeing it, right? At the no, bar. No, I don't. I mean, I mean, that's bar, where you're Twitter, seeing it, though. At the I bar, right? I see a lot right? of stuff on Twitter. I see a lot of stuff on betting sites that I go to. I mean, everybody's talking about Aaron Judge. The uh, dude's okay. a monster. My just whole point, though, Scoots, it's not sixty minutes with a commercial break. But if let's say Sports Center was sixty minutes long. 50 of them is dedicated to the NFL, and three and a half are dedicated to Aaron Judge. Baseball is such a joke of a sport that nobody cares now. Back in 1998, that's all we were talking about was the home run race, right? Nobody cares that Aaron Judge is going to have the steroid-free home run record. Like it's, it's, It should be a bigger deal than what it is. This is impressive as hell, but like it's not. They aren't cutting into Aaron Judge at bats for us to watch him swing. I mean, that's we're not at that point in the season yet. We still got several weeks left. No, we don't. There's ten two, days. Two weeks. Yeah. So two <laughs> weeks. Left. That that may happen if he gets close to the record. But I mean, that's he's all. Been, I've he's he's is close to it. Aaron Judge, Roger Maris for a month now. Yeah, I just totally disagree with you that this the in 1998. That's all people were talking about. And all like I, I would come home and watch like the Cardinals and the Cubs were on all the time. Well, I mean, and it, also in '98 though, Roush, you had three guys that were doing this. You had Sosa McGuire and Ken Griffey. That's true. You, you got one guy this year. So that, that, I, that part I mean, does make a difference. Less, it's going to get less. But problem. I think my biggest overall point is that uh, baseball, you suck. Nobody cares about you because you're terrible at running your own sport. It's a regional sport now. NFL is king. Big ol' suck it to baseball. I, I think that was the same in 98, too, I love, for what it's worth. I love playoff baseball. Just won't be a part of it this year, unfortunately. 
11 a.m. local kickoff sucks for folks heading down to, oh, we read that one already. Sounds like to me that Scoots is checked out on Indiana football due to talent difference of the SEC compared to the Big Ten. I think it's time to declare Scoots an official Cats fan at this point. I mean, it's like, honestly, I was thinking about this yesterday. It's like watching MLS after you grew up watching Bundesliga, the German soccer league. <laughs> like, it's it's night and day difference. But you're 3-0. Yeah, for now. Right, you know what our win total was for the year? Four. Exactly. Yeah, We're I almost gonna, took ooh. the under. I, 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 I love it. Were you all getting 13 or 17 at Cincinnati this weekend? <sighs> I, I love it, whatever it is. Take the Bearcats. No, no, no. Indiana's not that good. Or Cincinnati's not Cincinnati's that good. Cincinnati's not that good, and Indiana will cover. They'll lose. Make no mistake about that. But they'll cover. This will be a big Tom Allen game. Get the folks excited. And a loss. Hey, fellas, Brad from Bellbrook here. With all the depth and upcoming freshmen in the wide receiver room, is it possible we see Chris Lewis move to tight end? They have a ton of tight ends, too. And no. There's like five Similar to Isaiah ends. Cummings, Dane Key and Barry and Brown are clearly the top perimeter options, and it seems that Lewis is on the outside looking in. Perhaps a position change could help the talented pass catchers see the field more. I like your creative thinking, Brad from Bellbrook, but Cummings had a better frame than Lewis did, and where that made that fit to tight end and a Chris lot more. Chris Lewis natural. had to gain weight just to be able to play receiver yeah and like he's also he's, not... he's a redshirt freshman like he's he's young let's see how he develops and if he keeps improving and getting better they're gonna have to put him on the field or they'll have to rotate him in and he'll there, there's enough catches and balls to go around he's still early in his career I don't I hope to not see him leave I don't think people would blame him knowing the depth and also maybe Kentucky can get Comrello English added to the room as well but it's it's still early in him in his career I'm not ready to, to give up on him yeah and also you don't like, like you said, TJ. You don't need more tight ends. And I say Cummings. We haven't seen much from him this year. No, he's he's played poorly. If yeah. you were to, I mean, he dropped the touchdown, and ever since then, I think we saw him once. But he, I think they're uh, unhappy with the way he's been blocking. Got a block in that tight end room in general. Stoops Stoops called them out for not mm-hmm. being sound enough at the point of his attack. So might as well call Justin the dog walker <laughs> after how many times the leash gets pulled and he walks back on his takes. <laughs> That made me laugh. Which one was it most specifically that you walked back on? That's true. Yeah, I don't know. The one and done. He was ready to like come in fire. No, it, this was t- this was sent before that. But li- listen, guys, radio's hard. Sometimes you have to say things in the heat of the moment, uh, <laughs> give an opinion, and then you start to think about it a little more. And it's like, well, I don't know if I really feel that way. Hmm. It's, it's hard. It is. That's what she said. Good morning, fellas. Got my light on the light tickets that I won in the air. Oh, congrats. We knew roll. you would. I, I, the person who won those, I thought you were getting bourbon and beyond tickets. You nope. didn't strike me as a louder in life person. No, he's he got louder in life. I got it on my sheet over here. I wonder when the. I wonder who you want to see. Red Hot Chili Peppers is the only person on there that I want to see. And then there's a new music festival coming to town. Did you all see about this? Maybe. It's called like Stomp or Big Stomp. You familiar? Ever heard of it? Uh, Stonks I am, not Stomp. Yeah, it's called Big Stomp, formerly Peat Fest. Okay, all right, I've heard of Peat Fest. Where do they do this at? Isn't it just, this is like random bands who don't get invited to things, or like, hey, we're having our own festival? I don't know, this is all new to me. They've got Lotus, Moon Taxi, the Floozies. Oh, Floozies are fun. Most importantly, Creed Bratton. Oh. The Creed B- Bratton. Nice. I saw Creed play and perform in Louisville, and I said, then, if you're a fan of The Office and you ever get a chance to see him, see him. He's really good. He's fun to listen to. 
talks a little bit about the office. But yeah, so that's uh, October 14th and 15th. Oh, this place is, yeah, I heard it. When I saw the lineup, I was like, oh, I like these people. It's out uh, kind of Billtown Roadie. Rotish oh, area, okay. and it's in a it's in a place that just looks like a nightmare to get in and out of for traffic. Good, good. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, "Oh, so you're going to be sitting in your car for an hour if you go to the whole show?" Like it looks. Do you remember when they tried doing that that country music concert at like a winery outside of Lexington? No. And there's people in traffic for like three hours to try to get there. No, that's not good. Yeah, they had to like fly in the act just to be able to have the show. It was a logistical nightmare. Total disaster. A texter says, The win matters so much more than if Drew Franklin has enough time to steal a mini horse during the tailgate. <laughs> was that Ole Miss that he stole a tail uh, mini horse? Well, he didn't steal it. It was gifted to him and just kind of showed up. And he had to. You never look a gifted mini horse in the mouth. John here. Good morning to all. Gosh darn, that tailgate experience sounds awesome. I really liked being at the game last week, but I kept finding myself near the gift and concession area looking at the TV screens, watching most of the game. Is that weird? Is it weird that I may enjoy the tailgate experience better? What do you all think? We'll got to go talk to you later. Nothing weird about it, John. It's just your personal opinion. Whatever makes you happiest is what's best. And uh, there's a lot of people that like the tailgating experience. And back... uh, Roush, Roush and I and many other UK football fans, there was a time where the tailgating experience far outweighed what, oh, you, yeah. what, what you witnessed once the game better. actually started. Uh-huh. It's a little bit better now, but uh, but for you know for bigger games, I'm I'm curious though, John. Like what? How how often does one go to the concession stand at a sporting event? Because like I sounds like he went uh, several times. I know, but it's not that. I just would think maybe you go once and you load up and then you're good, right? It's not like you're going back to get beers or anything. Yeah, yeah you don't know. Maybe you get a water, you have it for a quarter, you go back, you want a Powerade. You go and you say, you know what, actually that popcorn looked good. I'm going to go back and get some popcorn. Yeah, and I'm also not a big, I'm just unless it's beer, I'm not a big concession stand guy. And sometimes it's like the novelty of a game. You go, you're so maybe used to going to them, but there's some where it's like, hey, I'm going to a game. I want to eat concession stand food. Like eating like a pretzel with cheese is, you know. It's a good time. Yeah, that yeah. is. Does Roush still use dial-up internet? He's the only one on this show that has internet issues, and he was late to the Kentucky Sports Radio football podcast because of it. Oh, it drove me crazy last night. It was 15 minutes. Like, you and got I got, some, you got to worst- get some internet. Well, the, the worst part was is that I got on the internet and then it just like froze up on me as soon as I said, "All right, I'm good to go," and all I had to do was just turn my computer on and off. It was my computer that was having the problem, not the internet. That's I, not like a normal thing that computers have problems I know. with. Internet it's not. Like it's that. not. And here's the thing: I work for an internet company. Am I going to get IT support? No. It's just too much of a pain in the ass. You need to get those little Wi-Fi boosters. You plug them in. Oh upstairs. no, my computer is next They're to great. the Wi-Fi machine, and I can't even put. When I plug it in now, it doesn't work. Like I have Ethernet cord, and the Ethernet doesn't work. How? I don't know. Maybe I could, if I worked for an Internet company, I could figure it out. Wow, shots fired kind of, on three. What kind of bums you working for? They can't send you a hotspot? Well, I know you all are making like it's money. like not an Internet well, issue, Scooch. Yeah, that's not the – it's a settings thing. Like I need an IT professional to just take two seconds to mess with my computer. Somebody get this man an IT professional. Yeah. <laughs> How much I've enjoyed Wall Cousin. How much I've enjoyed Wall Cousins Davis. I enjoyed watching guys grow up like Hayes, Bogans, Fitch much more. Plus, Nil is going to still bring a lot of guys in. Yeah, uh, they'll, they'll still get the top 
guys regardless, and you'll still get some fun, you know, Wall Cousins-like talent from time to time. Maybe it means you'll lose some of those guys as well. But good point, Texter, to bring up. And look at Oscar. You know, he's another guy in the modern era that UK fans absolutely love, and he's he's not going pro. He's not somebody that would have left directly out of high school. So it'll be fine. Good text. I hear a lot of talking heads talk about Will Levis doesn't make reads. Kentucky runs a play designed to a specific receiver, and it's there he throws it. If not, he takes a sack or throws it away. Any truth to it? Uh, I think he stares down receivers too much. There's also – like a part of the game. I mean, he does that sometimes, but he doesn't do that all the time. And the throws, Lucky clipped him in that post yesterday about Levis making some big-time throws and Stoops urging the players around him to be better. There's two throws on there Saturday that, in particular, were not only does he show off the arm talent, but his ability to read and let it rip. Like that touch pass to Bates. Blitz is coming. Let me get rid of the ball real quick. Beautiful touch pass in the air. Goes underneath it. Another time, threads a needle in between three defenders. It's like his third or fourth read. Pockets collapsing on him. He lets it rip. Like, yes, he does that sometimes. But also, that's the whole point of the offense. It's to scheme people to be wide open. That's what they do in the NFL, too. Maybe he doesn't look off his guys as well as he probably should. But, like, that's, oh, he looked open to open receiver and he threw it to him. Like, yeah. Yeah, open is as open does. I think sometimes just one dimensional, but you're right that that's not, that's, he makes awesome plays and there's a reason NFL teams like him. Trevor tries it telling the truth. Trevor tries it exaggerating less. Ooh, like this one. That's a good one. Trevor tries it reality. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Those all sound like good ones. I'd like to see them. Indiana is a constitutional carry state, just like Kentucky scoots. Yeah, you dingus. Indiana Tim here. Hey, scoots. Indiana is a constitutional carry state, concealed carry, open carry. Wow, scoots, learn your laws. Hey, keeps going. So Indiana removed concealed carry permits as of July 1st, 2022. So buckle up, scoots. It's going to be the Wild West. That's from Mook. See, it just changed a couple months ago. So you don't need a concealed carry anymore. Yeah, just carry carry wherever you want. Wherever you want. Yeah, you just got to assume everybody's packing. <laughs> He's close to the Yankees in AL record, not the overall record. That's true. Yeah, but still. The like... Texers need to chill. We don't want Dingus as our fan. All KRC producers should be fans of irrelevant teams from now till forever. <laughs> Stomp is off Dawson Hill Road on some private land near Mount Washington. Yeah, that like eastern Jefferson Bullock County line. Just looks like a hard-to-get-in-and-out-of kind of place. Well, it wouldn't be the East Jefferson. Oh, you mean East. Okay. Yeah. Weast. Well, I probably won't be going. Got That's a big weekend, but yeah, I think see so. Creed Braddon if you can. He'd wait, 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 what weekend is that? October 12th? Mississippi so State weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Probably You'll be knee-deep in the two-dad life. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, no sports tonight, unfortunately. Yep, gonna get two dads. Have to wait to tonight and to uh, the two kid life. <laughs> <laughs> tonight and tomorrow, Survivor back tomorrow. Scoots, woo, pumped. No, you're pumped. no, you know what else is starting on Wednesday soon? Maction, baby. No, it's not. It's not even no. close. What? Well, sure, it is. It's November. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, they don't start God doing that it. until. Much later in the season. Yeah, you got to know Ralph sometimes is wrong about stuff like I that. I thought too, it was though, coming so. up. It's like wait, it's they changed it when they go to because they're still playing some non-conference games. I'm ready to hit some over. AKA Kentucky's playing Mac this Saturday. It's like uh, yeah, it's later on. Everybody have a great Tuesday. Thanks for all the texts under the Thornton's text line. We will see you on Wednesday. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio.